The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we do not know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but he did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. So far our liturgy this morning, very beautiful. We're here to celebrate the risen Lord. And I'm gonna throw out a question to sort of spoil the party for a moment here. How do we even know that Jesus really rose from the dead? It happened 2,000 years ago and not a single one of us was there. Yet we believe it. We believe that a man died and rose from the dead and that's the basis for the Christian faith it's a good question to ask and you don't I mean I'm a priest and I ask it too right it's a good question to ask it's not doubting it's just thinking in a moment uh, just rationally and critically about 2,000 years ago what really happened well I won't spoil the party any longer. There's lots of answers to that question. And it was a course in theology that we called fundamental theology. It was all about how God could even, the possibility of a divine being interacting with us creatures on earth and revealing himself and how that was possible and and how or why there are reasons to believe. I'll just give you a few of them about the resurrection. One of the biggest reasons for belief in Jesus Christ is that the prophecies of the Old Testament were fulfilled in his life. And most of those prophecies were about how he would be born and about how he would die. And those two things are parts of our lives that we have no control over. We don't organize where and when we'll be born and how, and we don't normally have any control at all over how we'll exit this world. And so the prophecies about uh, a virgin mother giving birth in Bethlehem, right, and that kings from Tarsus would come with gold and silver and frankincense, it would be really hard for Jesus to have orchestrated that, you know, before he was born. And then in the prophet Isaiah, there's all these chapters about how the Messiah was going to suffer and be condemned and die because of the sins of the people and because of the Jewish leaders that would hand him over to the Gentiles. And those prophecies became true 
even though none of the men in that moment, like Pilate and the Jewish scribes, would have wanted to admit that they were themselves helping to fulfill those prophecies. Another reason to believe is that Jesus was a historical figure. You can go to the Holy Land today and still see the places where he lived, where he was born, where he died, and it's all still there. You know, there's been a lot of people who've come on, you know, the world scene and claimed to be someone special, and they're gone and no one thinks of them anymore. There's another reason for belief, and that is the Jewish people of the time, thousands of them, shortly after the resurrection, began to stop worshiping on on the Sabbath, the Saturday, and began to worship God on the Sunday, which would have been unheard of for a devout Jew to do unless you had a really good reason. They stopped offering sacrifices in the temple and they would gather and break the bread and that was their sacrificial offering. Men like Saul of Tarsus, who did not like Christians, did not like Jesus, and was doing everything he could to wipe out Christianity, and he, on the way to Damascus, encounters Christ. And despite all of his preferences of what he would have liked, he admitted Christ was the Messiah and became St. Paul. I think the most deepest reason for us to believe, though, 2,000 years later, is those men and women, our brothers and sisters that were there with Christ, they transformed their lives and believed with all their heart, and most of them became martyrs. If this was just some conspiracy between a few Galileans, right, their life became miserable the day they started saying Jesus rose from the dead. They got nothing out of it, and most of them suffered for it, and yet they endured that, and they encouraged each other to go through with being faithful to Christ until the end. Those are just some of the reasons why 2,000 years later, we Christians can continue to believe, and it's not just being silly-minded to believe these things. Now, our brothers and sisters 2,000 years ago their hearts were transformed by Christ. As a priest, for me, the, one of the most beautiful proofs of God's existence is to witness today how Christ is still changing the lives of thousands of people. Millions of people today are transformed because of Christ. He's not just a historical figure. He is alive. And if our first brothers and sisters who were Christians were willing to lay down their life for Christ... Let us ask for the grace today. Maybe we're not going to be martyrs, but there is a type of martyrdom of just standing up for what is right. To be a person who lives their life giving back more than they take. It's not easy to be a Christian in this society. And while we won't be martyrs maybe physically, we we will at times be martyrs spiritually. Let us pray that we will have that grace to be the witnesses that in 2022 today continue to keep the flame of God and that truth of the resurrection alive. And so today, if you believe this, if you want to renew your faith in Christ, we're going to now renew our baptismal promises. It takes the place of the creed. We'll be able to publicly profess and say, I do, 
to the following truths. And so please stand now. Together we will renew our baptism.